Welcome back, everyone, to Last Act Theatre Company's second radio play, The War on Father Christmas, a Mrs. Claus story. I'm Greg, writer and director. And I'm Mindy, producer. We're excited to bring you a brand new adventure featuring Mrs. Claus. Once again, this turned out amazing, from the work of the cast to the effects of our fantastic sound designer, Troy Grooms. We tightened things up a bit this year with four shorter episodes, but there's still plenty of explosions, hijinks, mercenaries, and elf violence to keep everyone riveted. This production is brought to you by the City of Austin and you. Your support funds projects like this to pay our talented cast and crew and helps us to continue to put out projects like this in the future. Stay tuned to lastactheater.com to make a donation, get updates on upcoming shows, and to sign up for our mailing list. In April 2019, our next stage production will be the fantastic terrestrial show Seven, a riveting piece of documentary theater that tells the true stories of seven women who bravely fought for the well-being of women, families, and children around the globe. In Russia, protecting women from domestic violence. In Cambodia, rescuing girls from human trafficking. In Guatemala, giving voice to the poor. In Afghanistan, empowering rural women. In Nigeria and Pakistan, fighting for women's education and rights and in Northern Ireland, promoting peace and equality. We are excited about bringing this new season to you and equally excited to bring you this following radio play. So once again, please enjoy Last Act Theater's The War on Father Christmas, a Mrs. Claus story. Episode 1. All I want for Christmas is doom. Dateline, an uncharted moon on the outskirts of the Nova system. Mrs. Claus, Kuma, and Lyric have tracked down and stopped an evil force yet again. Business as usual for the Galactic Crusader. When we last left our heroes, Mrs. Claus had once again saved Christmas in the galaxy. During the 11 months that followed, Santa returned to making toys. Mrs. Claus returned to kicking butts, and things progressed without much hoopla. But while this current adventure hadn't been the most exciting or dangerous, little did our party know there was a greater evil lurking somewhere in the future. We join our heroes already in progress. Hey, stop wriggling like that. We defeated you fair and square. For now, but I'll escape and I'll be back to... Oh, that hurts. They're Zellium handcuffs. They're not supposed to feel good. But you're welcome to try, Colonel... Uh, what was your name again? Colonel Busto Caval the Undefeatable. Really? That can't be your name. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Look, Colonel, I don't know how you amassed this amount of firepower and henchmen, but you are clearly out of your depth. Just be lucky you didn't make Kuma angry. <laughs> oh, fine. Angrier. I know we took you away from Drag Race, but you can always watch it on demand. She loves her some RuPaul. <laughs> it is the same thing as watching it live. Just don't go online and have it spoiled. It's that easy. See what I'm talking about, Colonel. I'm gonna hear about it all the way back, and all because you wanted to... What? Steal the galaxy's supply of aluminum siding? Honestly, I, I can't even... Remember? No! I was going to convert all silicon in the universe to carbon and vice versa. Life as we know it would be forever altered. Yeah. 
I like the siding idea better. See, you've got to start small and work your way up to the cosmic alterances. Not like it matters. Come on, off to space prison. Dropping the colonel off at the nearest federated outpost, the three return to the North Pole. Another job well done. They can't all be universe-threatening adventures like the Scarlet Jade, but then that's the life of a hero. Well, that was a bummer of a mission. We don't get to choose the bad guys we fight. Sometimes they're just a little more small change. Yeah, but why did this one of all bad guys have to be so lame. He was like one of those D-list Spider-Man villains, like Paper Doll. Hey, watch it. You know I have a soft spot for the hypno-hustler. He at least had style, not like the colonel. Did you see the size of those heels? Talk about compensating. Why do you care so much about this bad guy in particular? Really? You're serious. Kuma? Fine. It's nothing. Just, let's just go home. The elves gather around as Mrs. Claus descends into the North Pole. Her usual team is there ready for the post-op, but something seems different. Wow, there's a lot more elves out here than usual. Yeah, why don't you go out and, and see why? What is this? Come on, did you really think I'd forget this was your 100th completed mission? (laughs) Thanks, Kuma. And, I don't know, maybe? Sorry for doubting you. Apology accepted. You knew about this too, didn't you? I love you too, you big lug. Now, tell you what. While we work on post-mission ops, why don't you and Kuma go into the commissary storage and get the Syringian flower? Really? Does that mean... I'm going to make one of my Clauswellian chocolate cakes? Maybe. But first, I need that flower. Use the lower tunnel under Sector G should be the fastest way there. You act like this is my first time here. Come on, Kuma. Let's go navigate this strange new place they call the Porth Knoll. Thanks, Mrs. Uh, Claus, was it? And now that doesn't sound right. Oh, and I also have dibs on movie night, which means under the cherry moon. Again. Again. (laughs) Ha ha. Yeah, again and again. Kuma, we're off. Welcome back, dear. Hello, Santa. Is that our little hero scampering off? I can't believe it's been 100 missions already. I can. It's a pretty noisy galaxy out there. I know it kept us on our toes. (laughs) Never was the same without you. You've done fine without me. Well, sure, there's no arguing that. (laughs) Oh, so modest. You know what I mean. I love what you've, what we've established here. But you and me, fighting evil among the stars, those were the best days of my life. Oh, mine too. But they were also the most dangerous, and after Plaxor K3, I was ready to settle down and use this particular set of skills towards creation, uh, not destruction. 
So I'm a destroyer. Yes, and a damn fine one, too. You can't argue with that. But we both know you're so much more. And try as you might to change that image, Father Christmas. You were quite the destroyer at one time. Uh, and this Crimson King still got it. <laughs> Don't you forget it. God, I never should have told you that name. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me a few minutes. I do want to help with that cake for Lyric. Well, mostly, I just love that dark matter icing of yours. But first, I have to make a few toy checks, and I need to find... Oh, wait, there he is. Uh, Rudolph! Uh, Rudolph, please come here a moment. Uh, what is it, Santa? Something the matter, Rudolph? It's just that time of year. Again. The constant reminder of this lie we live up here. I hate it. Rudolph, we've been over this. Yeah, I know. A hundred times doesn't mean I have to like it. Look. Flying reindeer makes for a great cover story. Better than an alien spacecraft. Yeah, I get it. Meanwhile, the cartoon me and all the other transmogrified elves get to fly off and save the day while we just sip spiked cocoa and watch a Christmas story over and over. Whoopee! Good for fake us! Don't discount the power of myth. <sighs> Whatever. What did you want to tell me? The log showed you at the Scarlet Auxiliary Nexus yesterday. You know you aren't allowed there for your safety. If one of those towers needed to vent their exhaust... But they didn't! They only do it at 0300 and 1600. I know how they work. Heck, I helped build them. Still, I need you to follow protocol for everyone's sake. <laughs> Mrs. Claus, back me up here. Hey, this reindeer game is between you and Santa. Fine. I guess I'll go stand in the corner, close my eyes, and forget I even exist. Oh, don't pout, Rudolph. Rudolph! Let him go, Santa. <sighs> Poor Rudolph. He's the only elf that has this problem. Well, that you know of. He's also the only one you've created as this savior of Christmas, but still not let him join in your runs. It was always a solo operation. Uh, the weight distribution for traversing rips in space-time Don't is... lecture me about quantum physics, Claus. I'm just letting you know the optics of this Christmas story we've had to gin up. It's not a merry time for everyone. Maybe you could have... Just created new names for these made-up reindeer instead of the names of the elders. Well, we're a little late for that, aren't we? I can't just say, hey, everyone, Santa has a new batch of reindeer. On Vernon, on Chester, on Lucy, on Oprah. I thought this was a way for the elves to feel involved. Besides the year-long work they already do. Fine. I made a mistake. Thank you for the yearly reminder about it. Never gets old. Oh, sad Santa. 
Plus, you know they get plenty of benefits. And off-planet leave time. They're not slaves. Just emigrants. I was there too, Klaus. So how is the list shipping up this year? Oh, you know. Typical last-minute good deeds trying to make up for a year of mischief. <clears throat> Maybe we just need more Christmases to keep them nice all year. <clears throat> oh, no! All that temporal distress on the body, I'd rather be a destroyer again. Uh, plus, you'd have to give me Rosie. Oh, yeah, not having <clears throat> Clear his throat. <clears> throat. Oh, yes. Barbie. Oh, hi, Santa. Oh, it's probably nothing, sir, but I thought you might want to view the security logs from the last 40 minutes. There appear to be some fluctuations. What kind of fluctuations? Security Outpost Cherry showed some abnormal readings. It's probably magnetic interference, but there was a momentary drop in the field, followed by a spike to offset the void. We've seen this before during high times of Borealis, but it's off-season, so I thought I'd report it. Thank you, Burpee. Uh, Like you say, it's probably just magnetic interference, but best to confirm it on site. Uh, Can you please check? Right away, sir. What would we do without these elves? Oh, I try not to think about it. We'd never have grown this operation to what it is today, or, or even begin to cover this planet's needs. It's just a shame that it had to be so. Yes, I think about that too. But they've adapted, as we all have. Rosie looks in pretty good shape. I take it this wasn't one of the more harrowing adventures? Oh, yes. Much to Lyric's dismay. Another one of those tin pup bad guys, all sound and fury signifying nothing. I'm sure Lyric would rather have fought a mechanical space dragon or something. But this was a nice change of pace. <laughs> they can't all be the coming apocalypse. <laughs> Let me know what I can do to help with breakdown so I can ship you off to cake duty. Yes, sir, Santa. Meanwhile... On the other side of the North Pole, Burpee enters the hub of the security outpost. Sensors beep at him as he enters, confirming to the hidden laser turrets that he is a friendly. Interlopers are not welcome at the North Pole. Hmm, let's see. Logs show output spikes through nodes 2C to 4F at 1450. But... It wasn't environmental in nature. That's odd. Where did it come from? No, this is bad. Someone from the inside disabled it and generated a false flag with an overlap to make it seem like a momentary glitch. I have to tell Sand. Not far away, Lyric and Kuma are taking their time heading back. Enjoying some ice cream from the emergency stash. Hmm. Good call on the ice cream. I agree. Anytime there's a gallon of mint chocolate chip not being eaten, that's an emergency. Nah, break time will be a few more minutes. But if you like, we can stop by the hub on the way back and check on the feed. Thanks, I'm done. Gotta leave plenty of room for cake. 
Now, come on. We need to protect the most valuable asset on the North Pole right now. This flower. Traveling down several corridors, the two make their way to security outpost Cherry, but aren't greeted by the usual beeps noting their entrance. Huh. That's weird. The door's unlocked. <laughs> Burpee! Oh no, is he dead? <laughs> no, you check the console for any surveillance. I'll check his pulse. He's breathing. Pulse is okay, but he's been knocked out, probably by this pipe. Poor Burpee. What do you mean the cameras have been disabled? Danger! Burpee, are you okay? What happened? I don't... I don't know. I was checking out the security spike when I must have been attacked from behind. Did you see who did it? No. Neither did we. This must have been done by someone who knows the North Pole. I was just about to tell Santa... Santa! Lyric, we're all in danger. Someone disabled the perimeter, made it look like an accident. Anyone can enter the North Pole right now. Call Mrs. Claus now. <laughs> what do you mean, offline? Then we have to find Mrs. C. Burpee, get to the panic room right away. Can you make it? I think so. Good. Kuma, we're off to the main hangar. Be ready for anything. <laughs> Should do it. I think the elves can finish up from here. Oh, so it's frosting time. Maybe I should just make you your own bowl of it. I mean, um, if that's on the table. <laughs> huh? Oh, where did these metal canisters come from? Get, Get down! down! As the noxious fumes filled the room and her lungs, the last thing Mrs. Claus saw before falling unconscious amid the pandemonium of elves scattering in every direction were ropes dropping from the ceiling as six heavily armed figures rappel down, three of them moving swiftly for Santa. Echoing in the inky blackness, a deep insectoid laugh fills the room. <laughs> <coughs> Holy cow! <laughs> what happened? Where am I? As Santa's vision slowly returned, he recognized the lights around him as his main doll assembly line. However, when he tried to sit up, he couldn't move. Straining his eyes, he sees he is tightly bound head to toe on the conveyor belt. Okay... Who just got on Santa's naughty list? <laughs> Stepping in front of the light, a black silhouette begins to take form. Its features resemble a figure from Santa's past. But it couldn't be... Krampus? <laughs> Hello, Santa. We have much to discuss. Oh no! Not only is Krampus real, but he's invaded the North Pole and captured Santa. What does he want with old Saint Nick? Is Mrs. Claus okay? And will Kuma and Lyric make it back with the Sarangian flower? As things continue to go south at the North Pole, you'll have to tune in next week to find out the fate of our heroes on the second exciting episode of The War on Father Christmas, a Mrs. Claus story.